You are listening to the Hope Church Weekly Message Podcast. Hope Church is located in Cleveland, Texas and meets on Sundays. Pastor Todd and the preaching team desire for this message to bring life in a dark world. For more information about Hope Church, visit HopeChurchCleveland.com. some added responsibilities at work and I'm not going to be able to do as much to get ready for all the family coming in on Friday so I've got some things I need you to help me with you got it okay but we got to get the spare bedroom ready we have to okay I understand I get you I get you no problem I'll get right on it Okay, I got one of the litter boxes cleaned out. We still got to change the sheets in the spare bedroom. Look, I've got stuff I've got to do for work. So you're going to have to help with all the other stuff to get ready. Uh, it'll be done. It'll be done. Uh, yeah. Guaranteed. Sure okay. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Hey, uh, speaking about things that got to be done. I got to preach Sunday and I need help getting my thoughts together and kind of help me get a, you know, like a drive of a note so I can, you know, it looks like I know what I'm doing up here. If, if, you might, if you'd help me out, I'd really appreciate it. It would be like mean the world to me. It'd be awesome. And I can give you credit for it. How about that? So let me get this straight. I've been asking you since I got home because I have stuff I have to have done for work by tomorrow. So I need your help with the family stuff because... Everybody's going to be here tomorrow night for the dance competition. And you've completely ignored me. But now that you need something, I'm supposed to drop all this, ignore what I'm doing, and help you? Am I understanding you correctly? It, is, is yes the wrong answer? Okay. <laughs> I'll maybe help you later. Maybe. Fair enough. Fair enough. <laughs> if I talk... To my wife that way I probably don't have a good relationship with her there's probably things I need to work on if our life consists of her asking me not listening and me asking and her not listening that's not a relationship that's just talking but so many times in our lives that's how our prayer life is We want to do all the talking. We want to do all the asking. God, I need this. God, I need that. God, bless me here. And after we do that, we shut everything off and we don't listen to response. Hey, I'm I'm, I'm, I'm preaching to me today, guys. I'm, I'm talking about Pastor Grant as well. I can pray a good prayer. I can lay one down. Problem is I don't listen very well. And that's that's my fault. Because I got to tell you something, the older I get, I know I weird my family out because when we have conversations, I always say, you know what? God told me, God was talking to me the other day at work and he told me this. I know they get tired like, are you serious? God talks to you awful lot, you know what? He really does. He really does talk to me a lot. You know why? Because the older I get, I shut my mouth and I listen. How weird is that? Look, we all have kids in here. If you don't have kids... Think about it before you do it. I'm just saying. I'm, I'm joking. I'm kidding. <laughs> I'm joking. I love, no, I love my kids. I love them with all my heart. I'm, I'm, that's a, I love my kids. I really do. But think about this. If all they do is 
ask, 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 ask. But when you give them what they need and you ask them for something, does it always turn the same for you? No. Their room never gets clean, does it? But they got a Nintendo Switch at home, don't they? Uh-huh. They never do their chores, but they got iPads or cell phones or cars with gas in it. Oh, she, oh she is. there she is. Um, I wasn't preaching her, I promise. I was not preaching her, I promise. I didn't, I didn't even see her there. I thought she was gone. I, I promise it wasn't about you. Think about it, though. We can't be that way with God. We cannot be that way with God. We can't always, God, I need this. God, I need that. God, where are you at? It's grand again. I need some help. And then once he listens to us and he answers our prayers and we don't listen, you know how many times it scares me to death the things that he's, that he's been talking to me about and I don't hear him because I'm not listening? That terrifies me. I thought about it last night coming home from that dance competition. I was, I was thinking about the sorrow of the dance competition, not doing what they want to do and also I was thinking about God, you talk to me all the time and I miss it because I'm not listening. Whoa, what have you told me that I didn't hear because I wasn't listening? That terrifies me. The things that could have changed my life for the better, but I wasn't listening. And that's on me. That's my fault. Not God's fault. Anyway, I want to make this simple as I can about prayer. I know sometimes I think we, we as people make prayer complicated. I know when I was a kid and I would get by my mother and my grandmother and I would be, have a dumb idea to listen to them pray. That was terrifying as a child to me. They could pray like God was right in the room with them. Like I'm talking to Mo now. They were talking to God like that. Like they could see him. Am I right, Terry? I'm right. That's my cousin. She knows what I'm talking about. They, sorry, don't work anybody out. I know, that, I know that lady back there. They could pray like God's right there. I'm like, is he, where's he at? Because he's got to be here somewhere. I don't see him though. You know why? They had a relationship. They knew him. See, prayer is about a relationship. If you don't have that, your prayer is just words. It's like reading on a script. Anybody can do that. Anyway, so the first thing about prayer that I want to bring about is prayer. I think I talked about it a little bit before. Prayer is a conversation. Now, would you say what me and my wife did a while ago up here, was that a conversation we were having? Not a good one. Not a good one. Why was that? Because she was doing an awful lot of talking to me of things that she needed to take care of and I should have been doing what? And I wasn't listening. And I wasn't. How many times, I don't want to get you guys in trouble here, but I'm the world's worst at this. When she's talking to me, I do this thing. Yeah, I got you. Yeah, I got it. And I don't hear nothing she says. You've all, we've, God, don't look at me like y'all. Y'all look like, I've never done it in my life. What are you talking about? I'm like, oh yeah, whatever, get out of here. Okay, I'll say, I've done it. I've done it, okay? I've done it, and it's wrong. I need to stop and listen to what she's saying. Because so many times it comes back to me. She says, I thought I told you to feed the dogs before you went to work. And you said you would do it. Oh, I didn't do it. Oh, I didn't do it because I didn't. I forgot she said to come. Oh, that's on me again. That's on me again. Prayer is a conversation, guys. In order to have a conversation, both parties have to talk and both parties have to listen. You have to. When you pray, it's no different. See, once again, so many times we pray, we ask God, bless me with a job, God. Bless me that I can pay my, my, my phone bill this month. God, bless me that I can go out and eat at least one time this month. God, bless me that all these things, God, bless me, God, bless me, God, bless me. 
And then I turn that off and I stop my ears up. I don't listen. And I don't look for a response. It's just like open. It's like open ending. There's no closing. It's no end. It's just open. Just throw it out there. Maybe he'll catch one of them. I asked for one, five things. Maybe he'll get one of them. I turned my watch on airplane mode. What happened? Oh, well, it doesn't matter. Yes, she does. I'm sorry. Anyway, it is a conversation. Both parties have to talk. Both parties have to listen. You have to. It takes two people. You and Jesus. And guess what? He's always listening. That's what's sad. He's always listening. We're the problem, not him. We're the problem. And I already said it. It's a two-way conversation. Me and my wife are up here talking. Uh, One of us is doing a whole lot of talking. And one of us is doing a no listening. And you see how frustrated she was after I needed something from her? How frustrated she was? You better thank God he's not that way. You better thank God he doesn't respond that way. Well, maybe I'll listen to you whenever I get time. Maybe. No, he always does. But we should be better about on the front end listening to what he has to say. And we're not. 1 Thessalonians 5, 16 to 18. And I just, it just says, the, the part I want to hit is, it says pray without ceasing. It says a lot of stuff. But the verse 17 says pray without ceasing. And when I was younger, I really didn't understand that. I don't, I mean, maybe, and I'll, I won't lie, probably when I was in my 20s, I didn't understand that either. Because I didn't really understand how I could pray continually. How can I pray all the time? There's places that I can't just stop and pray, right? No, you can pray everywhere. See, the problem is prayer. My wife's telling me some signs. Oh, she's trying to keep me in order, but I, I can't. I'm ahead. My thing is going way too fast. I don't, I'm way too fast ahead of myself. I know I am. But prayer is a heart issue. It's from your heart. So when you pray, it comes from here. So it's not necessarily moving your mouth. That's the problem we have. We think we've got to move our lips and our mouth. We've got to make a sound to pray. That's not true. You've got to pray from here. So pray without ceasing. You can do that. It's your heart that's praying, not your mouth. And if you've got it here, it'll come out here. But if it's not here, it ain't coming out here. Period. That's period. Second thing is prayer is personal. Prayer is personal. What do you mean by that? I mean God made you. God created you in his own image, your own individual person. And you talk to God the way you talk to God. You have a personal relationship with him. So how you talk to how I talk to my wife, it's kind of weird, but I have a relationship with Jesus, so I can talk to Jesus like I'm, a, like I'm his friend. I talk to my wife like she's my wife. I don't walk to my wife and say, hey, Miss Teeny Eulene Martin, I would love to sit down with you and have a deep conversation about our relationship. About me not listening and you talking. I would love to sit down with you and have that deep, deep conversation. First off, she would say, where's my husband and what have you done with him? Because I don't talk that way to anybody. (laughs) I'm not not that, that, yeah, it's not up there that way. I don't have that program in my head. I don't. But so many times I think when we pray and understand what I'm saying. If you know me, I'm not making fun. I am not making fun. Prayer is important. And Jesus to be reverent. He's, he, he is the most important thing in your life. But listen to what I'm saying. Sometimes I think when we pray, 
that we have to use these big words and sound so educated and, oh man, I'm, I'm just so dignified that I'm talking to Jesus Christ, my Savior. Wait a minute. You just told me he's your friend. If I were to call my friend right now, Corey Crabtree is his name. If I were to call Corey on my cell phone right now and say this, for example, hey, Mr. Crabtree, I was wondering how your day was going today. I would love to sit down with you about my insurance. He sells insurance, by the way. And I would love to sit down and see if my premium can go down. First off, he would say, you okay? You're acting weird. Something wrong with you? Because I don't talk to my friends that way. I talk to my friends from my heart. Hey, Corey, I don't know what's going on, dude. I have no idea. And I know I should be over this by now, but I cannot shake it, man. I cannot shake this. I need some help. That is personal. He knows something's up. And guess what? Just like Jesus, if you have, if you have a personal relationship with somebody, they know when you're being for real, and they know when you're putting on. They do. They, they know. And, and this verse in the Bible is so, so cool. And yet so, oh man, that hurt God. Thank you for telling me that. I appreciate it. But Matthew 6, 7 through 8 says, when we pray, there's no need to repeat empty phrases. There's no need for it. Praying like the Gentiles, praying like the Gentiles do, for they expect God to hear them because of their many words. There's no need to imitate them since your father already knows what you need before you ask him. That's Matthew 6, 7 through 8. See, so many times, see, the cool thing is God already knows the word says before you ask what you need. Why don't you just ask? Quit using all these crazy things you would never say to anybody. Just ask him. You need a better job? Hey, God, I need a better job. Whoa, that was real hard, wasn't it? Hey, God, I could sure use some extra money. Bills are tight. That was real tough. But if you have a relationship with God, you can talk to him that way. And I've even, I have a relationship with Jesus so much that I've even been mad at him. Yeah, shoot me now. I've sat in the truck with him and had a bat. I told him, are you serious right now, God? You knew, you know I need this and you know I need it now. What's going on? You know why God's big enough? When I'm talking to him, he can talk back like, just like that. Hey, Grant, chill out. Okay. I got it under control. It's in my timing, not your timing. You think that's weird, but that's how we talk. You know why? That's my per- we have a personal relationship together. So we can talk that way to each other. So don't make it so difficult. He's your friend. He wants you to talk to him. But don't be weird when you talk to him. Just talk to him. Talk to him. He wants that communication with you. He made you that way. Guess what? He knows you better than you know yourself. He knows how you're going to talk before you talk. Right? He does. He does. It's, it's a, it's a, I think prayer is so simple that over the years we've tried to complicate it so much. And I don't know why. I mean, growing up, I thought that, I really thought that they were looking off a script most of the time because it sounded scripted. I mean, everything was the same when they started a prayer and everything ended the same. Why you end the prayer the same when you start the prayer? Why don't you just pray? And so now I understand that. When you pray, you just pray. You just talk. You communicate. It's a two-way street. It's simple. It is a simple thing. And we make it so difficult. God didn't want it to be hard. He didn't. 
Now think about it. Why would God want it to be hard to talk to him? Why would he want that to be hard? He doesn't. He wants it to be easy. He wants anybody can do it. From the kids in the back, it's so sincere, but it's so simple. To adults that, hey, you know what? I want to be a child today, God, and I'm messed up today. I need help. Fair enough. You're my child. I'll help you today. See how simple that is? We make it so complicated. I don't understand it. <sighs> this last thing is, and I think it's probably the most important, and I think we miss it so many times, but prayer is constant. And once again, that verse says, pray without ceasing. Pray in good circumstances. Pray in bad circumstances. And I, sometimes I think that we revert to I got to ask God, only pray to God when things are going bad in my life. That's when I use God. God, it's like this. I love, this is so good. I like this. I'm not, sorry. I'm going to ring, ring the bell, ring the door, ring my phone. And, hey, uh, now one call. Oh, yeah, I got, I got an emergency. I need, I need your help, God. So many times, God is my 911 call, and that's it. I use him for 911, and that's it. Why? See, if we can, we can pray and ask God, we can pray to God when it's good too. You know that, right? It's okay to do that. It's okay to say, God, I don't understand my life right now. I don't. I got a wonderful and beautiful wife that you gave me for almost 25 years. I got two, three, almost four family right here, friends and family and my mother-in-law and all these great things, a grandbaby. You've blessed me with all these things. I can't imagine. I can never imagine this. But you've let me, you've let me have this. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you that I can go in a minute to Walmart DC and get on a lift and work and provide for my family. Thank you, God. When some people are struggling, you've allowed me to have things. Thank you. See that? That wasn't not one at all. I was thanking him. There was, I didn't ask God for one thing. See, I think sometimes when we pray, we think you have to ask for something. Who said that? You don't have to ask for anything. You need to talk to my friend. I don't always ask my friend for stuff when I call him. I would never do that. I always ask how he's doing. What's up? Is your job doing okay? How's your kids? Your wife all right? How's church? You see that? I never asked for one thing, did I? No. Because I want to have a conversation with him. Know about him. I'm concerned about him. God's the same way. He's concerned about you. He just wants you to talk to him. Even though he already knows, he wants you to tell him. The communication I have with my kids, I think, I don't know why kids are so weird. My kids are this way. They just won't tell you what's, what they need. Well, sorry. I have one that will and one that won't. Sorry. <laughs> this one has no problem. Tell him what he needs. This one won't tell me anything. She could be running like two miles to empty and she won't say, Dad, I need gas. And this one will tell me everything going on. I mean, it's, it's their night and day different. I'm not joking. Night and day different. This will spill the beans. I'll never know what's going on. This was life. I still look at her social media. I'm just being honest. It's true. I'm serious. And I'm like, you have to tell me when you need something. Even though I can get in her car and look. I can look at her car, her gas. I can. I don't. I could. I want her to ask me. Hey, Dad, kind of low on gas. Oh, okay, let's go to the gas station. That's, that's easy, right? See, God knows what you need. He just wants you to ask. And then after he, after, after he answers you and you listen to what he says, what's your next step? 
Thank him. Then you got to take a step. Then you got to take action. You ask him, he answered, now take action. You ask him for a job, and guess what? Somebody calls you for a job, and you turn it down? Oh, my goodness. You asked for a job, and somebody called you. Maybe not your dream job, but you asked for a job, and they called you? That may be the job you need to take right now. Try that on. I don't like scrubbing toilets either, but guess what? It pays my family's bills. I bet I do it. I bet I do it if God gives it to me. I promise you. When God gives you something, don't say, oh, I don't want that one, God. Let's try another. Let's try another door. No. He answered your prayer. Go with it now. Go with it. Oh. Prayer. Okay, this is really good, okay? This is where I think the older and younger generations, sometimes they, they get off course, but I think we mean the same thing, but we say differently. Prayer is a posture of the heart, not the body. When I was growing up, they always said, Grant, get on your knees and pray. So I would. And I should have questioned that because why not get to be on my knees and pray? I'm, I'm not as close to God if I was standing up. If he's up here, I just went further away when I got on my knees. I'm closer now. But I didn't think about that growing up. I just went on my knees. I'm praying, God. I'm praying. I'm praying. No, it doesn't. This does not mean I'm a good prayer, prayer if I get on my knees. It has nothing to do with it. Or if I do this. Doesn't make me the best prayer person in the world. No. Is that when I pray, it comes from here. And it's sincere. And I mean it. Right? So you can pray. Just don't close your eyes when you're driving your car. Please. <laughs> keep your eyes open. Please don't close your eyes. Please. Keep them open. You can pray on the job. You can pray in that schoolroom. You can pray everywhere you're at because it's right here. Remember that. Remember, because how awkward would it be if you're in Walmart and you need to pray? You'd go, oh, shoot, I've got to pray by the eggs. <laughs> Why are you kneeling down by the eggs in the door? Why, you, Sir, are you okay? Oh, I'm praying. Oh, I've got to pray. So real quick. What? How, now, exactly. See how funny that is? It's not a posture of the body of the heart. Right? We don't want to get down to the gas station and say, okay, God, this gas is high, but if you could bring it down just a little bit, um, I'd really appreciate it. No, we don't want to do that. It's from the heart. Prayer anywhere. Anywhere you're at, you can pray. In any posture you want to do, you can pray. Because God understands you. He knows you. <clears throat> you can talk to God anytime. You don't always have to do it on your knees or in whatever place you have designated for the prayer. The Bible says that I didn't pull the verse. I wish I had it now. The Bible says find a place and pray. Find your place and pray. The place you have designated, go there and pray what it says in the word I got a couple questions then we're done it says how's your prayer life how's your prayer life is it is it constant or do you pray only when you need something do you pray to God every day even in the good days or you just pray to God in the bad days if so let's try to work at praying no matter what happens Yes, I know. Sometimes when you pray and it's bad, it's not, you don't want to pray. I understand. I've been there. I've been refusing to pray because it was so bad. So God, I prayed, but it's doing me no good. That's what the devil wants you to think. He wants you to think that. Well, I keep praying and nothing's happening good in my life. Keep praying. Keep believing. Keep trusting. 
I promise, I promise there's something good for you. Second question, when you pray, are you talking and listening? Are you talking and listening? Are you just talking? Because we just learned that's not a conversation. If you're always talking and never listening, that's not a conversation. But are you talking and listening? Because God wants you to listen to the fire Bible says the most important part about prayer. And I couldn't believe this when I read it. I read it a million times in my fire Bible. It says the most important part of prayer is listening. How's it not asking God what I need? He already knows that. I just told you that in the Bible. He knows before you ask. So ask and go on and listen to the answer. Well, I just got that. Whoa, God, you're right. I keep asking, asking, asking. You already know. Be quiet and listen now, Grant. I'm sorry. I like to talk. That's my problem. I talk too much. I talk too much. Just be quiet and listen. We have to listen so we know what God wants us to do. That's why we listen. If we don't stop and take time to listen, we're not going to know what he really wants from us. Because I can tell you right now, God has something great for this body of believers right here. Hope Church, he's got something great. We got to stop and listen. God, what do you, what's the next step you want from us? I want to take baby steps, God, to make sure I'm listening to you to what you want me to do. I don't want to take a step if you don't tell me to. How about that? God, if you tell me to be still, I'm going to be still. Because I've done that before where I take a step he didn't tell me to and I fall flat on my face. I have to start all over again. God, I'm going to stop until you tell me to move. And it may hurt and it may not feel good. But when you get to that point he wants you at, you're going to look back and say, man, I understand why that happened. I get why that roadblock was in the way. I, I understand now why I didn't get that promotion I wanted when I wanted it. Or, or I was at that stoplight and I had to stay there for like 20 minutes longer, but 20 minutes down the road there was a wreck he could have been in, but he stopped you from being in the wreck. Things like that happen to believers, guys. It really happens to us. We don't listen. That's why we don't see it. So I challenge you today, when you pray, listen. I bet God blows your mind. God, did you just say that? Yeah, I did. I've been saying it all along, but you just now listen to me. I've been telling you that five years ago, and if you listen, it already happened, but you didn't. But guess what? Now, we're going to do it now, though. Let's do it now. So today, we're going to pray. Mo's going to sing a song, and we're going to pray today. Our job as a church is to edify the body first. Right? We're here to edify and to give God praise and to give Him glory and to give Him honor and then we're going to see life change. Right? That's what we're here for. It's not for big production. It's not to hear a great sermon. No. It's to make sure God does what God wants to do. How about that?